0: Shravanam Diaries Podcast Hare Krishna, we are continuing to read The Nectar of Devotion, the book by His Divine Grace Abhay Charanaravinda Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Chapter 22 Qualities of Krishna Further Explained Now, this is number 33 Respectful A person who shows adequate respect to a spiritual master, a brahmana, and an old person is to be understood as being respectful. When superior persons assembled before Krishna, Krishna, first of all, offered respect to his spiritual master, then to his father, and then to his elder brother, Balaram. In this way, Lord Krishna, the lotus-eyed, was completely happy and pure at heart in all of his dealings. 34. Gentle. Any person who neither becomes impudent nor exhibits a puffed-up nature is called gentle. The example of Krishna's gentle behavior was manifested when he was coming to the arena of the Raja Suya Sacrifice, arranged by Maharaja Yudhishthira, Krishna's older cousin. Maharaja Yudhishthira knew that Krishna was the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and he was attempting to get down from his chariot to receive Krishna. But before Yudhishthira could get down, Lord Krishna got down from his own chariot and immediately fell at the feet of the king. Even though Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he never forgets to show social etiquette in his dealings. 35. Liberal. Any person who is by his natural behavior very mild is called liberal. A statement by Uddhava after this Yamantaka jewel plundering confirms that Krishna is so kind and favorable that if a servitor is accused even of great offences, Krishna does not take it into consideration. He simply considers the service that is rendered by his devotee. Haribo! 36. Shy. A person who sometimes exhibits humility and bashfulness is called shy. As described in the Lalita Madhava, Krishna's shyness was manifested when he lifted Govardhana Hill by the little finger of his left hand. All of the gopis were observing Krishna's wonderful achievement and Krishna was also smiling at seeing the Gopis. When Krishna's glance went over the breasts of the Gopis, his hand began to shake, and upon seeing his hand shake, all of the coward men underneath the hill became a little disturbed. He was holding the Govardhan Hill with his hand and it started shaking, right? Then there was a tumultuous roaring sound and they all began to pray to Krishna for safety. At this time, Lord Balaram was smiling, thinking that these coward men had been frightened by the shaking of Govardhan Hill. But seeing Balaram smile, Krishna thought that Balaram had understood his mind in observing the breasts of the gopis. And he immediately became bashful. Oh, this is so cute. 37. Protector of Surrendered Souls Krishna is the protector of all surrendered souls. Some enemy of Krishna's was enlivened with the thought that he need not fear Krishna, because if he simply surrendered unto him, Krishna would give him all protection. Krishna is sometimes compared to the moon, which does not hesitate to distribute its soothing rays, even on the houses of the chandalas and other untouchables. (laughs) 38. Happy. Any person who is always joyful and untouched by any distress is called happy. As far as Krishna's enjoyment is concerned, it is stated that the ornaments which decorated the bodies of Krishna and his queens were beyond the dreams of Kuvira the treasurer of the heavenly kingdom. The constant dancing before the doors of Krishna's palaces was not to be imagined even by the demigods in the heavenly kingdom. In the heavenly kingdom, Indra always sees the dancing of the society girls. But even Indra could not imagine how beautiful were the dances being performed at the gates of Krishna's palaces. Gauri means white woman and Lord Shiva's wife is called Gauri. The beautiful women residing within the palaces of Krishna were so much whiter than Gauri that they were compared to the moonshine. And they were constantly visible to Krishna. Therefore, no one can be enjoying more than Krishna. The conception of enjoyment is beautiful women, ornaments and riches. And all of these were fabulously present in the palaces of Krishna, defeating even the imagination of Kuvera, Lord Indra, or Lord Shiva. Not even a slight distress can touch Krishna. Once some of the gopis went to the place where the brahmanas were performing sacrifices and said, quote, Dear wives of the brahmanas, You must know that Not even a slight smell of distress can touch Krishna. He knows no loss, he knows no defamation, he has no fear, he has no anxiety. He does not know calamity. He is simply encircled by the dancers of Vraj and is enjoying their company in the Rasa dance. Number 39, well-wisher of his devotees. It is said of Krishna's devotees that if they offer even a little water or a tulsi leaf in devotion to Lord Vishnu, Lord Vishnu is so kind that he will sell himself to them. Krishna's favoritism favoritism, toward his devotees was exhibited in his fight with Bhishma. When grandfather Bhishma was lying at the point of death on the bed of arrows, Krishna was present before him and Bhishma was remembering how Krishna had been kind to him on the battlefield. Krishna had promised, promised that in the battle of Kurukshetra he would not even touch a weapon to help either side. He would remain neutral. Although Krishna was Arjuna's charioteer, he had promised that he would not help Arjuna by using any weapons. But one day Bhishma, in order to nullify Krishna's promise, exhibited his fighting spirit so magnificently against Arjuna that Krishna was obliged to get down from his chariot. Taking up a broken chariot wheel, he ran toward grandfather Bhishma as a lion runs toward an elephant to kill it. Grandfather Bhishma remembered this scene and he later praised Krishna for his glorious favoritism toward his devotee Arjuna, even at the risk of breaking his own promise. That's how much he actually cares for his devotees. Yeah. Number 40, controlled by love. Krishna becomes obliged to the loving spirit of the devotee and not exactly to the service rendered. No one can serve Krishna completely. He is so complete and self-sufficient that he has no need of any service from the devotee. It is the devotee's attitude of love and affection for Krishna that makes him obliged. A very nice example of this obligatory behaviour was manifested when Sudama, Sudama Vipra, went to Krishna's palace. Sudama Vipra had been a class friend of Krishna's and due to his poverty, he was induced by his wife to see Krishna to request some aid. When Sudama Vipra reached Krishna's palace, Krishna received him very well and both he and his wife washed the feet of Sudama Vipra, showing respect to the brahmana. Remembering his loving affairs with Sudama in their childhood, Krishna began to shed tears while receiving him. Another instance of Krishna's obligation to his devotee is Described in the 10th canto, 9th chapter, verse 18 of Srimad Bhagavatam, where Shukadeva Goswami tells King Parikshit, quote, My dear King, when Mother Yashoda was perspiring, tired of trying to bind Krishna up with rope, Krishna agreed to allow her to bind him. Unquote. Krishna, as a child, was disturbing his mother by his naughty activities and she wanted to bind him up. Mother Yashoda brought some rope from the house and tried to tie the child, but she could not tie a knot due to the shortness of the rope. She tried. She tied together many ropes, but when she finished, still the rope was too short. After a while, she felt very tired and began to perspire. At that time, Krishna agreed to be bound bound up by his mother, in other words, no one can bind Krishna by any means other than love. He is bound only by obligation to his devotees because of their ecstatic love for him. Hmm. Number 41. All auspicious. A person who is always engaged in auspicious welfare activities for everyone is known as All-Auspicious. After the disappearance of Lord Krishna from this planet, Uddhava began to remember the activities of the Lord and said, Krishna satisfied all great sages by his wonderful pastimes. He demolished all of the demoniac activities of the cruel royal order, protected all pious men, and killed all cruel fighters on the battlefield. Therefore, he is all auspicious for all men. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links Previous episode's timeline and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description and we shall see you tomorrow.